we go. Let me just uh, get me okay there, yeah? Excellent. Absolutely, pal. Another episode. Another episode with the Tash Mike dudes. Dudes. Oh, that's the no, no. That's the sequel. No, 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 no. no, no, no Tash, that sequel. Yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah, got, yeah, the, you got the brush out. You got the brush out. You want to get the brush out? I just found it here. Get your brush out, bro. Get your brush out. Brush your tash, bro. Brush your tash. Brush tash. Tash brush. No, wait. Brush tash. Brush tash. That's what it is. But brush your tash. Brush your tash. Kids, remember to brush your tashes out there. Who was that song that used to say "Lean back"? Nelly, was it Fat it's Joe? Fat Joe, it's Fat, Fat Joe, Joe yeah. yeah. So obviously, Fat we've Jesus. got Brush Your Tash. Brush Your tash. tash. Oh, love Don't it. Don't forget the comb when you step out the home. Just make sure you brush your tash. I think you've thought brush of that tash. before, you know. I think you've, I genuinely think you've thought of that line before. You've been waiting no, to I, drop I that one. I literally just said, no, 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 no. It sounds like that was, that was all authentic. That was spontaneous. That was... That was that was not even a one take. That was like half a take, and you did it. That was bars. It's incredible. That was that was <laughs> Michael Bars, bro. You know, there's a rapper by the way. Bar. Oh, is it just I, for, for those who don't know? I. The, I I mean, I barely know him by the way. I just re- recently read his name, and you said Bars, so I went to Michael. You know, whatever oh, doesn't matter. Usually, where you tend to go, <laughs> exactly to Michael. Why wouldn't you go to Michael, right? No, don't Rick, go to Michael, kids. Rick, what is going on? How are you? All doing? good, brother. All good. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Are you excited really for good. another for another brand new episode of the Tash Mike guys for these? And I'm women, excited. obviously. Lads and lasses. Lads and lasses. Boys and that's gals. The that's the one. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah. No, look, hey, that's what we're here for. Before we get into it, because we've got, listen, we've got a few <laughs> things to, to discuss, right? Because it's been a hectic, it's been a hectic Premier League. It's been a hectic weekend. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but before we get into like you know our teams and discussing our teams, um, because obviously you've got you know you, you must I've be. I've got nothing to say. To be fair, I've got the same thing, different day. Same. All right, but we're done. Then. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll just quickly touch on Liverpool. Stay and safe. Lounge. Stay alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, obviously you know it's it's many many decisions that have gone wrong um, awful, this weekend. Awful decisions. Uh, there was one. Uh, there was a, well the main the sort of two that I remember was the Matt Turner uh, penalty that should have been. Um, but uh, he sort of went in for a tackle on, I can't remember the, the striker's name now. He, he, I think he's a new striker. And obviously the one that, you know, everyone's been discussing has been the uh, the Luis Diaz goal. And that's been, you know, I don't even know what to say about that because how how they can come to a decision without drawing like lines, for example, is, is beyond me. It really is because how... Like again, how do you make that decision? Where do you look from? Like even us as watchers, you know, f- like football fans, were watching the game. You know, we could clearly. I saw it. one side. I literally, I called it. We were watching the game live. I had one of my buddies come around, and I looked at him, and I was like, "That's onside." He's like, "No, no, no, it's offside." They said offside. I was like, "Don't trust the system. Yeah, Go judge. Oh, you, trust on, your own eyes. How are you not trusting your eyes? Come on, lad. Like, look at it." And he was like, "No, it's offside." I was like, "Look at Romero's leg, bro. Like, they've clearly drawn the lines on the grass. Like, look at just look at the grass. Like, how close Romero is compared to the other guy. That's yeah. it. Because the lines are straight, like arrow straight. The grass line. The grass line. The grass lines, yeah. right? You know, yeah. when the way they cut one way yeah, and yeah, they come yeah, down yeah. the other way to yeah. make to give that turf effect of uh, the lines." But uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like onside, and I, to be honest, with you, I swore I was like bastard. They've done it again. The they've done it. They've done it. I was like they've, they've done, done it again. And then when I saw offside, I was like, what? Then I didn't start to trust my own eyes. I was like, wait, what? But we, yeah, like you said, like you, like you said, you awful know, decision. That a awful of times, decision. Even on match of the day, and I mean, for 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 everyone in match of the day to like come out and be like, look, that is just that is outrageous and ludicrous for for that to even happen in the age of VAR. Yes. It's it's beyond me. I mean, okay, all right, fair enough. Ref made a, made a mistake, whatever it is. But then that's literally why we have the video system referees 
in existence. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the whole reason of their existence is to literally to help and to assist the referee, the on-field referee. And that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Now, I I don't know. Obviously, we, we always talk about, you know, conspiracies and all that stuff, but I don't want to get into that because... Again, I don't know how far that how far the rabbit hole we can go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. Save that for Touch Mike dudes. Exactly, that's part <laughs> two of this particular podcast. But uh, yeah, so I think. Uh, but what angers me the most is the fact that you know that lines weren't drawn. Um, the the assistant referee didn't assist shit. By the way, like not even. No, he did nothing. Bit. Absolutely nothing. And the fact for them to and again, the reason why they carried on. Was because apparently after the after the review was done, goal offside, whatever it is, apparently a few seconds later, like ten seconds later or something, again according to the PGMOL, ten seconds later they realised, oh no, that was a mistake. But the reason why they never pulled it back was because the free kick had already been taken, which obviously signifies a new stage of play. Tough. But, a free kick gets <laughs> taken when there's a penalty penalty or something. People still bring it back. Like if somebody takes a Ref quick throw, this is a goal, bro. Like how can you like? Oh, this is this, this is annoys a, me. That look, this is a I goal. I looked Liverpool down to ten men. I couldn't remember. Were they down was, to ten men by that point as well? Yeah, Come on, yeah, man. Ten men. Come on. So I think uh, obviously, look, we're not talking about you know, the final of the season or anything like it. But that's be- that's besides the point because you know you have rules. If, if the players yeah. if the players are getting bucked for even just sort of throwing an arm up in like you know in pro in protest yeah. to the yeah. decision then surely like I said we said did we was it last last episode or the episode before where we said you know give the ref a card give the ref a yeah, card absolutely but that's it give the ref a card sit down right no that that's that's sit down boo boo you're not doing you not doing nothing no, no you, you yeah you sit down so I just feel I just feel like you know it the, the rules and the way that the refs are held even from the media from pundits and all that stuff the refs are held at this sort of high regard oh no one messes with the refs like they're the Pope or some shit yeah, no, well, I'm, no, no, I'm, that's I'm, it. If you make a mistake, if you're making mistakes, you're the on-field referee again. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that. Could you show me that again, please? Oh, okay, you don't, you can't even decide. All right, let me just run over to the screen real quick and let me see it from with my own eyes. You know what see, I mean? See, we, we just described that. That is literally rugby. That's how they do it in rugby. They kind of the referee goes, "Can I see it from a different angle? Can I? Can you show me that one more time? Can you slow it down? Can you speed it up? You know what I mean?" And the quicker. stadium can hear, and clearly because they're saying now. I didn't put, obviously, because it didn't happen against my team. I'm not fully clued up on everything that's going on. But obviously, I was aware of, they said, they thought it was a goal given against, and then they thought, oh, the decision's been made correctly, and so on and so forth. But clearly, the decision wasn't made. They bring it back, have a conversation with each other, let all the stadium hear. Then, if it is wrong decision, if it is a human error in communication, the the stadium, the, which I'm sure the stadium will let you know, but at least yeah. the managers and somebody in the dugout will be like, actually, they're talking about the wrong thing there because it's offside. Like, can you check whether he was offside or not? Do you know what I mean? And then that yeah. way eliminates that lack of communication if more ears are there to hear it and to know if the right conversation is being had. There's no point making the dialogue between them public now. It means it means literally fuck all. Like Talking yeah. about we're learning from it, it's a human error. If you're going to go down that route, everything is a human error. I tried to get there, ref, but I couldn't. I aim for the ball, yeah. I kind of got his ankle. Yeah, human it's a red card. Why am I missing three games, ref? I'll just I'm miss glad, one game and I'll go off this game. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad that you brought that up because you know it. it that, that's that's literally where we're at. You know, they're talking about human errors and this, but, but this is you know you've got this extra extra level of security of of a blanket to. I, if I say literally one more time to describe what the video system referee's job <laughs> is, the episode is going to get called literally. <laughs> literally, that's what it's going to get called. It, it is. It is. It is outrageous to even come out. We, never mind. Never mind the apology, right? Because we'll, we're definitely going to touch on that real quick. It means fuck all. It, it means nothing for what. But we'll come to that. But again, for me, it's the the fact that a reason was used. Like, 
Well, the, the the ball already been played from the free kick. I'm sorry. Did the do the players decide when the ball gets played? Doesn't the yeah. ref have the whistle? Literally, <laughs> this is yeah, why yeah. the whistle is there. He is very him. vexed. He is vexed. If you could I, see what I could see, they're not even obviously. Like you said they're it's not, not even, even your team. They're not even our team. But again, it that that the, the level that I am at now, I don't even want to know what the what the rest of the managers or the rest of the clubs are feeling like because look, it's it's a lack of it's a lack of uh, trust. Now it's yeah, a lack of yeah. trust with the referees. It's like every everything that we have to go. These players, honestly, in the next couple of years, if he carries on like this with that, players are going to score. They're just going to be like, just, literally, just looking, looking at, at the screen, yeah, looking yeah. at lines on the screen. Was that in? I was like, can I celebrate or not? By the time it comes through, can't even celebrate anymore. So again, it ruins the momentum yeah. of a game. Or if if you're going to ruin the momentum of a game, do it properly. Draw the lines. Right, yeah. yeah. If you're going to spend three minutes on something that shouldn't have even been that close, go check the screens yourself, ref. Was it Robert England or something? I can't remember yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, go check it yourself. Something England. You know, I, it's beyond me. But then obviously what made it even worse to compound on top of that was the fact that they came out. Yes, it's human error. PGMOL will take full responsibility. All right. First of all, you what are the only ones. You what are the only ones to take responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Who else is Who else is that? The fact that you've even debated someone else in your mind, it goes to show that you are not learning what anything. What is going you know? on? <laughs> They're like, oh, Howard Webb since he took over. What's he done, bro? Like, nothing. Like, how can somebody say, like, we're the ones taking responsibility? Like you say, who else? What does that even mean you're taking responsibility? Listen, the season that Liverpool missed out on the league, where Man City won it by one point, imagine if that same thing happens again. How much is that apology worth? It can. It can happen again. And again, from the from the group chat, if you're going to do that, if you're going to admit fault, right, A, you, you need to be sure that you can give the two the, the goal back. You need to give yeah, the ball back, yeah, right? Because ball otherwise, back, yeah. apologies, you know, words are cheap. Word talk is cheap. Lil Wayne yeah. said it, you know, talk is cheap. So that's exactly uh, one of the greats, one of the great philosophers. <laughs> the great philosophers of the 21st century, you know how we work. But I, I, I don't no, know. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I, I, find, I find it baffling. I find it baffling. Because even with the lines, they draw the lines wrong. There's been times where there have been mistakes with the lines. And I'm, obviously, I'm going to link it into Chelsea because they're the teams that I follow and I notice more of the mistakes when they happen with Chelsea. Same, obviously, I watched this game. It was a huge game. Big big game, to be fair, in the Premier League. Both teams flying high. Uh, but yeah, like they were drawing the lines wrong. And they're like as if the line was not directly at the point or pinpointing where the, uh, the defender's last body part is i.e. the heel or the shoulder or the glute you know whereas what I think is why can we not go to the way that it was at the World Cup where the last player was used as a it kind of got cutting out into a sort of a digitised screen the last player was a grey area then all of a sudden use that as the last line then you can see what's beyond there because the computer is not going to make a mistake the computer there is no human error with a computer do you know what I mean there's just you're on mute but just uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was agree, by the way. I had yeah, yeah, I can see you nodding away. But what I'm saying is that World Cup one actually worked because I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, what's this? Hey, this is pretty good. Similar to the way we've got the goal line technology. Has the ball crossed the goal? You kind of get that aerial view, look at it because there's no 3D, human error the there. There's 3D, 3D yeah, all of it. Like, Listen, it's the best league in the world. The one that's generating the most money surely should have the best equipment. Okay, the best referees, and apparently there's a rumour, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a rumour Howard Webb is trying to get referees from overseas to kind of come over and obviously, you know, trying to get the best refs, which you can understand because it's a job, it's a business, etc. Get the best people to work for your company. We accept that. 
we, accept, we accept it as fans, fans absolutely it. yeah i want to see i don't want to see uh, another bald guy from manchester i just do not want to see it <laughs> i don't want to see it all right give me a bald guy from france or something I don't who care. messes up man uh, who messes up liverpool yeah honestly but, uh, oh, oh, can't believe should it. not said that can't believe it. Anyway, joking aside, <laughs> joking aside that's what i think it should be i think personally moving forward fair enough this season is done but maybe by Next season, you look to change this whole VAR and the way help the referees out. We're always crying about helping the referees out, and the help is there, but then give them the right training. Make it make it as easy. I genuinely think communicate in the point where the whole stadium can hear, like a rugby approach. Yeah. And then the second one is use this 3D model way of kind of seeing if players are offside, similar to obviously for the listeners, similar to what we use for goal line technology, where the game freezes, the ball freezes, sorry, and you can see it digitally has the ball crossed the line or not. Do you know what I mean? They, these yeah, are over, the things over I could the be done. Over the over the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And they can do the same thing for that as well. Because now this has cost Liverpool, you, we don't know how many millions. This will only be figured out at the end of the year if they finish fourth, if they finish third, sixth. You know, if all it, changes, but it's, if it's millions. Three points, if it's three points between like a fifth and a fourth, and that's the three points that, you know, or sorry, if this, or, or, or a two, point, one, whatever, one, yeah. whatever it is, right? If that's the difference, then, you know, it's, screw your apology shove your apology mate I don't your apology mean, means nothing like you know in a business you, you don't want anything you want results and you want you want. let's face it football is a business and for John W. Henry or whatever his name is who yeah, owns yeah, yeah. Liverpool at the end of the day he wants that money so that Jurgen Klopp can spend more money so that the fans can be excited for the new guy coming in in January or Christmas not Christmas sorry or end of the season and the only way that's going to happen finish higher in the league win as many as you can and yeah. you can't do that when you are hindered by poor ridiculous awful decisions like like yeah. the ones that we saw at the weekend because you can't at 10 men Liverpool could have won that game easily especially if they went one nail up Spurs would have put all the you know you, okay it's an educated guess and you can never predict 100% but likelihood of Liverpool winning that game extremely high because we know we've seen the way Liverpool play when they go down they'll defend defend and then hit on the counter with their incredible three four five players that centre team to which, uh, it show, which it showed forward. and yeah, it showed and they got the yeah. well deserved goal they did, anyway. they did. Uh, yeah so anyway yeah, that's <laughs> not my team meh no, that's true. That's true. I'm just so, talking about the decisions because obviously we don't want that to happen to our team. But yeah, but that's the main reason. Obviously, we're having we're having the discussion. To be fair, because I just again, it's not. It, it we're not sitting here saying, oh, they they've done it against Liverpool and that's it. They don't do it against anyone else. They do it against other people. They do it every but day. Now, we talk about VAR every week, don't exactly. we? Exactly. When a mistake is made, now it's going to be hundred times amplified from what it from what it initially is, and. You're going to change the rules for the players or for the keepers not to waste time, for them not to waste time throwing the ball in. Then I'm sorry, but you need to punish your refs. Or if you're going to do that, then you need to. Because again, the player gets, gets a red card. All right, human error, whatever. Human error, the guy's gone in, broke someone's leg, or close to, got a red card, yeah. three match ban, right? Five match ban if it was violent conduct. That's his punishment, yeah? What's the ref getting as punishment? What? He's not it's doing, he's not, he's not refereeing the main match, but he's going to be refereeing. The, he's there. He is there, part of it. Like, you know what I mean? If if that player that got red carded played the next week when he was supposed to have a three-match ban and it's Salah, for example, or a Messi or whatever it is who got red carded, that is unfair because, you know, that player got red carded. Why are you bringing your best player back? To help yeah, you win yeah. or to help you achieve something. No, that's punishment. He sits down. The ref sits say, yeah. down. Take six months from his wages or something or whatever you need to do, two months or a month from it. Guarantee you won't do that again. You know, you mess with someone's money. Exactly. That's what it is. So it needs to be either either you punish the refs to the point where again they will have a three, four match ban, five match ban just for that mistake. Guarantee they won't do it again. Or if you're gonna come out and apologize for the mistakes that you make, PGMOL. 
then be prepared to hand uh, or you know speak to speak to the uh, Premier League or FA or whatever it is. Give the points, give the goal back. One goal, then it's two two. We're not saying Liverpool should have won or they would have won two one. No, just give the goal back. The disallowed yeah. goal, two two. That's the end result. Change the change the scores. Point each. Point each. Done because that's all that was deserved. Do you know what I mean? And Postacoglu is going to walk out of there thinking, oh, we deserve that one. You didn't. I watched the match. They didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve yeah, to win. They, they, they anything, just started Liverpool, with football. Yeah, I watched it. Exactly. Well. Liverpool looked more dangerous than them. That's what I mean. And, and to give to give a team that that performs like that the full three points because of a mistake, it's... It's crazy. Outrageous. I think, really I think outrageous. just focusing really. on the performance as well. When they because it was a own goal, wasn't the second goal was an own goal. Yes. I yeah. don't personally. I know maybe Liverpool. I hope Liverpool fans are not blaming Matip because for me, I'd blame Jota for the rash challenge that he did, and then Absolutely. he just went again. Absolutely. It was very much kind of a Martinelli moment. Do you remember when he pushed somebody when he was doing a throw, and then he went yeah. and closed them down? Was it Palace or Wolves or somebody like that? I remember you were away from home. Palace or Wolves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it might have been Wolves. Don't be questioning it now. I think it might have been Wolves. Yeah. No, no, no. Wow. I think somebody's going to check. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know and you blame the individual there. like you've just been yellow carded you've just been cautioned bro like take your, take a foot off a gas for a minute like just think there is no need to make rash challenges like that because you now they're going to target you the crowd are going to get on you the re- you make it difficult for the referee and the referee's already having an awful game so yeah just be, uh, okay. for me I blame Jota but I think, overall what do you think of uh, Jota's first yellow card then? weak for me, it was weak. I'll be honest with you. It was like weak. I agree. I totally agree. I don't even think it should have been a second yellow. It's, it's borderline. Yeah, like borderline. Like you, the referee should have reflected and be like, that was a yellow card. But the next one, if he does a yellow card challenge, I'm actually going to physically warn him and be. Yeah. But then again, it becomes difficult because if you book the yellow card where you, you know, with intent to take the player out or the player's on a break and ready to attack your goal and you wipe him out, you could think you did it with intent even if you try to play the ball. So it's difficult after that. True. So really should never make the mistake in the first place. But, True, but the, again, the, referees. Well, I mean, when I, saw, when I saw that from Jota, I mean, the the guy was already in front of him. You know, he's already, he was paces in front of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, what was his name? Ojo or Ogoje? Ogoje, left back. He was a left back. He was a doggy. Ogoje. Udogi. He was in my uh, he was in my team not so long ago. I don't know why I took him out by the way, because he actually played alright. He's been a decent player for, for Spurs. But I think I think with the whole Jota thing, you know, Udogi was already gone and Jota wasn't looking specifically at Udogi's heels, you know, and then trips. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He was looking he was looking to his right, like looking for the ball, and then unfortunately he was running at the same time. And again, I'm sorry, but people, humans, we've got eyes on the front, not on the side. So that mistake, that mistake would have happened. I'm not saying don't give the foul. Give the foul. It's not give a yellow. Give a foul and give a talking to. Yeah, yeah just give a foul and a talking I know, I know you didn't mean it to, right? But can you just watch yourself, right? Because next one's going to be a yellow card for you. That's it. Just give him that. Yeah, because there was a clattering together, wasn't it? He was in front of him. It kind of like cut in front of the player. And then his knee touched his heel. And then all automatically he fell over. I yeah, think it was his heel that touched, that touched the oh, knee. Touched the, touched the knee more than the other. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, okay, you give it a foul, but was it a yellow? It's mm. not a yellow. If, if it's questionable, like who hit who, you can't give a yellow to can't the Can't give a yellow for it. Exactly. Right. That's it. If you doubted it, if we're no. like, hmm, not a yellow card. The yellow no. cards have got to be clear. Clear clear, and obvious. Yeah, Sit. again, I, that's the way I expect the refs to work, but apparently, you know, it seems to be hard for them to... to I assume it'd be difficult yeah. as well, because being at the ground, so being influenced by... And you shouldn't, by the way. I'm not saying that, oh, it's, you shouldn't be influenced. You shouldn't be influenced by the crowd, but that's why I suppose it's the difficult aspect of it. Like, yeah. ooh, crowd shouting, booing, cheering, whatever else, whatever they do, whatever emotion they're experiencing. But the referee needs to stay impartial and be able to referee the game. Because you are, you are an elite referee, because yeah. you are refereeing an elite game. And Liverpool... 
uh, Spurs is an elite match, no matter it what is, we see no, about is, Spurs and so on. We have our job on top today, form. Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. They've, really. they've been on top form. The second in the league after that victory shouldn't be a victory. But anyway, yeah, unbeaten. There you go. There you go. So, if, Spurs well a, if Spurs win a title because of that... that, that oh, can you imagine? There, there's something to think about. Don't want to. Don't want to. Don't want to do that. But look... Um, they, win by, they win it by three points. Yeah, by three points or oh. one. <laughs> or one point or two yeah one point would be even worse one three, yeah one, one or three point points would be even worse um, the other incident by the way which obviously relates to your team which will you know smoothly move towards now was the uh, are was we it, not staying in North London we're just moving straight to West no I think we're going to do there and back gonna take I, a I think we should I think we should move to West London because you know it was it was it was actually a decent performance from Chelsea I, I, I watched a very good performance Compared uh, to really, what we've been having, it's a very good performance. Really enjoyed it, and well, say, thank you, my guy. You oh, enjoyed it. You and you even wearing blue. You are even wearing blue. It's blue jays. Didn't Sorry, even it's blue jays. I didn't even realize. <laughs> Literally, my wall's blue as well. I don't the even have any red The missus is making it blue, guys. I've got the missus is red making it blue. Where's my reds at, by the way? What is, where's my bloods at? No, behind, I'm just kidding, bro. Yeah. Behind me, yeah. I'm, I'm blocking my head. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was a uh, good performance from Chelsea. Um, again, you've got players that can really make a difference. And when you introduce someone like a Breuer, who's a bit chaotic in terms of what he does, you know, he runs, he can power through people. You know, he's, a, he's a very powerful guy. Like, you can't deny that. He is like very strong. I like him a lot. And, I'll, it's a shame what happened obviously where you know he got injured again and hopefully it's nothing too serious because you know I've he's an Albanian at the end of the day so we want him for the team he needed to get to Germany I don't even care about Chelsea whatever <laughs> man but um, yeah so, sorry the, the, the incident the other bad incident um, which I'm sure you saw yourself was Carlos Vinicius on Thiago Silva oh Come on, bro. That's, another, another that's not even allowed in boxing. I think Thiago's come out saying that move is not even allowed in MMA. Yeah, you can't punch somebody in the round, back of the head. From you around can the back. see, though, this is yeah, the yeah. thing. He's gone and hit him. Like, yeah, he's yeah, flexed yeah. his whole shoulder yeah. forward towards the player. Like, as if... Uh, that, yeah, like yeah. a hook or like as if that hammer punching kind of with a pinky as if you're trying right, to hit yeah, somebody yeah. on the head. Like, as if you were to bang the table. You said UFC. You said UFC. They do that with, a, with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. The hammer, the hammer blower. Whatever. I don't know the terminology on the punches. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Hammer, hammer fist? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, he did that. And I'm thinking, the referee's like, no, you can't do that. Like, I don't understand how was that and VAR did not intervene there. Who runs and then does that with one arm? It to me yeah. it was baffling. To me it was a shocking decision. Again, I felt like the referee because they were losing two 0 didn't want to spoil the game. But the game needs to be spoiled because the Vinicius spoiled the game. You yeah. are simply yeah. there yeah. to yeah. punish the mistake that he has made, and hopefully he learns for next time that you can't go around punching people in the back of the head. It wasn't even a punch though. It was like a it was a forearm blow, wasn't it? It was like a, a forearm, forearm blow. whatever you, the hell you, you know, know they're doing wrestling. Do it's like a fake punch, and they go with the forearm, but it looks like the punch sort of thing. That's what he's done. But it's for real, dirty, he's actually, it was just dirty because he man. meant to do that as well. He got angry, I think, because obviously whether he wasn't playing or whether he got on and they were losing two nil, and Thiago had him had him fairly kind of in the pocket but then he snuck out a couple of times for a couple of headers but uh, yeah, yeah I don't know whether there's maybe break, something man. with Brazil yeah maybe yeah you got a break, you know. <laughs> mentally mental toilet. whether it's a Brazilian thing I don't know if anything got said you know what I mean but uh, that wasn't a lot that was dirty that was not a lot yeah. for me I was I think I, I'm more angry because he was against my team but I'm sure, like as a fan for Arsenal, you're probably looking at it thinking, like, yeah, it was a dirty challenge. But nah, yeah. I'm not really that emotionally invested. For me, I was thinking, I was fuming. I was like, how is he still on the pitch? No, but, I mean, uh, obviously, look, I, we watched. I, I, we couldn't watched believe it. I couldn't believe it. 
even opposition fans, we watch football, you know, with just watching football. And when we see something like that, you're always going to react like, oh, shit. Doesn't matter if it's the most hated team, even if that happened to Man United. Bad example, I know, because... Ah, what a lad. What a lad. Listen to him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if that happened, if that happened, you know, like like that, for example, with Man United, then you know we wouldn't be having this sort of conversation. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's no, just. No, I hear what you're saying. No, no, exactly. But again, weird. it links well to bad decisions, though. Like one of them gets yeah, not get it offside. The other one links into now. How is that? This is not a red card. You know, it was a. It was. I think what was it? Even did a caution. Jones get the a red card. Least, at the very least. Did Curtis Jones got a red card for like the challenge? And you've seen that happen. That happened yeah. to my team the week before. Happened to Gusto and the right back. He kind of won that challenge against. Uh, was it Villa that we played? We got beat 1-0. Yeah, it was Villa. Yeah, was it Villa? Yeah, yeah. I think it happened to Luca Dean. Him and Gusto and Luca Dean kind of like had a little 50-50 yes, yeah, yeah. challenge. He nipped the ball and then kind of went over and took the player out. Same happened to Jones and it's a red card. Okay, consistency. Credit there. But then how are you allowing the violent conduct on the other one? Because you can't. You might be like, I didn't hurt him. You don't know that. It looks like as if he swung for it. Like if he didn't hurt him, he didn't hurt him. We're not talking about a red card is whether it is painful or not. A red card is a violent conduct. Violent conduct. But, on the uh, he should have left. He should have left. He should have not finished 90 minutes. He should there have was another left. one. There was another incident, which again, you just watched that when you uh, when we come off the pod, uh, from Matt Turner. Obviously, I think he plays for Forest now, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he went on, I think it was a Sheffield player or a Burnley player, Johan Wissa. Mm-hmm. Johan Wissa. He went in, again, just from the stills that I watched here and in, when it's slow motion, right, it just looks like he's about to literally break the, the guy's knees. So when you get a chance, watch that. And again, another bad decision that wasn't punished. Oh, it's a keeper who did it, right? Okay, well, yeah, it doesn't have to yeah, still, break, like, What's going on? Still, still dangerous. It's still, it's, you can't allow that. It's just awful. Look, awful. Look, we've had we've had a discussion of uh, of referees, so let's just move it on to Chelsea. Obviously, a win for you guys, a commanding win, uh, a great performance from the team. And um, yeah, Mudrick Scott. <laughs> against, yeah, Mudrick Scott. It was, it was a derby. It was a derby. And it was a team what? against Fulham where we really couldn't perform last year. But I think the biggest difference this time was uh, the formation, the tactics that he played Enzo deeper, because Enzo and Caicedo kind of ran the show a little bit in that midfield. And the reason I felt they ran the show, they had confidence in their teammates. Because normally previous games, I've been saying, like, just pass the ball to the players. Don't avoid them or go past them because they've got a defender next to them within a yard or two. Just pass it to the leg that the defender's not on that side. I.e., if he's the defender's closing you in from your left, give it to my right foot. So then that way I'm protecting the ball with my body. And it looked like that yesterday. They had a lot of confidence in each other. It was very much pass the ball. Again, I'm going to say this, but only for you guys who haven't watched the game to kind of know what I'm talking about. By no means am I making a comparison. But it was like Barcelona when they passed the ball to Sergio Busquets where he had a play or two around him. He still got the ball because they trusted him that he's going to get rid of it first time before the defender could react. And that's what Enzo did yesterday. That's what Caicedo did yesterday. That's Conor Gallagher was fantastic. I think he got man of the match. He was up and down. Conor Gallagher was amazing yesterday. Was very he was impressed. very much like Odegaard trying to be the catalyst for that press. I don't know if you... Well, you, did you watch the game first? I watched, the, I watched the first half and then after you went 2-0 up, I was like, nah. They won it's it. not worth it. No, they won it because, again, the Fulham weren't showing anything, so I just left it. No, second half, Fulham came out, and obviously it's expected, and Mudra got injured and so on, but we'll, we'll touch into that. But yeah, the three midfield lads did really well. Gallag- uh, Gallagher had more of like a 10 role, kind of like with formation was a 4-2-3-1. Uh, Mudrick was fantastic. Mudrick was really good. Fantastic is a strong word, uh, but he was good comparison to what he has been in the past. And I think he listened to the pod because his movement was different. His movement was different. Do you remember when I said a fake run one way and then run the other side because you can use the pace? 
is that was literally his goal. Everybody thought, even the defender, Diopo, Diab, Diaby, Diopo, I think it is, thought that he was going to go down the line and get the ball down the wing. And what he did was then a quick step and a burst of acceleration to get in the box. An amazing ball by, uh, what's his name? Colwell, Levi Colwell. Levi fantastic Colwell. cross. Another, he was fantastic. Player, yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. And then a great finish by, because he needs that. Mudrick needed that. You yeah. saw what it meant to him. You saw what it meant to the finish. team. It was a confident finish. And that it was, was nice yeah, that, and that's what we managed that. to, to that's get that in. Weaker yeah. foot, confident finish through the keeper's legs, didn't panic in front of goal because normally he does. And I know we joke on the group chat about Havertz being calm, but you literally can be calm. I don't know if you saw Cole Palmer when he got the ball. He was so calm on the ball every time. He had players around him. He was calm as hell. He was going to be my my personal leg player of the match from what I want. He was fantastic. He He was brilliant. Cole Palmer, you can tell the difference that he makes to that team because honestly, like you said, so calm on the ball, so secure and so confident with it as well. And he's young. And I... Honestly, I don't know how Chelsea managed to get him from from City. I'll be honest, but he is one to watch because he is very, very good, very good player. He was fantastic. Him and Colwell. Really him and Colwell. Obviously, Enzo and stuff like that. He's always been good for for Chelsea. You know whether the team's been good or not. He's always been good for you. But Colwell and Palmer for me were really, really good. And obviously Gallagher, which I've always talked shit about Gallagher, but you again, have you I, have talked shit about I, Gallagher. I want to I be want to wrong you. with these players. You know, I want to no, be absolutely, wrong. and so do I. But the thing with Gallagher is going back to what I mentioned on the last was you need those players there who know what it means to be Chelsea like proper Chelsea we used to use this phrase for Mason Mount Conor Gallagher supported the, is, is a Chelsea fan you know you need these players who support your team and uh, and but yeah no he was fantastic he was versatile he played a 10 he played on the wing later on the game tend to go towards Fulham's more second half uh, we didn't have okay we, we hit the post the second half Ian Matson came on but he didn't kind of instilled that fear in the defence the same way as Mudrick did with his pace and with his kind of cutting in the middle and leaving the wings for Levi Colwell. But again, tactically, that changed. In the past, Mudrick would have been isolated on the left-hand side, no support whatsoever, doubled up, and all of a sudden then he looks like an average player because the only thing he can do is pass the ball backwards or lose it trying to make a run or trying to do trickery. It feels Today, like it feels like sorry, it feels like with Mudrick, when he plays, it feels like defenders, because obviously he hasn't had a great you know, sort of start to, to life at Chelsea. Defenders, you know, it feels like they're underestimating him now. It's like, oh, it's only Mudrick. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> it. And, I know, but pace kills. So, <laughs> yeah, well, pace kills and he's, he's very good at shooting. Like, obviously, I've seen the goals he's scoring in training. He can he can hit a ball. He can hit top bins every time. But there's the confidence on the in front of 40,000, 60,000, playing against the opposition who are there going to wipe you the first challenge then give you loads of time on the ball the second one. So you're doubting yourself. And that's confidence to be like, you know, if you're going to wipe me, I'm going to get up. If you're going to give me a challenge, I'm going to run at you. And that's what he did yesterday. Okay, he lost the ball once or twice in the first half when he tried to do a, I think he tried to do a, uh, the whatever it's called, the Rabana, the rainbow flick or something on the play. And then he kind of cut, he lost it then. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, the, the you can see me as I'm doing it with my hand. It goes out to the wide and then come back in. And then... Uh, half arc, yes, absolutely. That's it, yeah. yeah so. That's what it's called. The official name, by the way, half arc. Half arc, is that it? Yeah, <laughs> he, he, half arc, yeah. It. he half arc it, bro. Half arc. Well, he looked like a, a flipping half arc when he lost the ball. But uh, <laughs> now nah, he was good. He was good. The whole team was good. And Broyer, by the way. Can I just touch on Broyer quickly? Before you get into Broyer, real quick on Mudrick then. Would, wouldn't it make more sense, if he's left-footed, wouldn't it make more sense to put him on the right wing? He's not left-footed, bro. He's both-footed. I, I don't know because I mean I was watching it, it yesterday and the commentator was like oh that's his weaker foot when he was shooting from the right and I was like well why in that case why put him on the on the left wing if he's no, weak right no the commentators are not what they're talking about listen listen to Ricky there it's from Ricky yeah. touch my guys yeah. exclusive, exclusive. Listen to Ricky, I mean an encyclopedia here so <laughs> 
But uh, what I was saying is that, yeah, very quickly on the whole thing of Modric with left foot or right foot, now he's both. Like, again, I'm just going off to some of the clips I watch in training, watching on the games. He, he's, co- he's able to confidently use both feet. He can dribble. I think he prefers his right because most of the time as he's trying, like, that's why he always try to cut into the right-hand side, so cut inside from the left wing. But uh, no, he's both because he's got the goal with his left. He's crossed with his left, shot with his left. There was a ball that he put in the middle of the park. And nobody was there to attack. And I think Armando Broya went, give it height. But like, yeah. bro, like attack the near post. If I'm coming there, get in front of your defender. Like, yeah. I know you're telling me attacks, but I did everything right. You need to be there. And okay. he goes back to that thing we said ages ago on the pod was where we said if De Bruyne makes these great passes, but they can't finish them then it's not an assist and nobody talks about how amazing exactly. De Bruyne is. It's only when the stats are there and you talk yeah. about another assist, another assist. But Breuer, he missed that sitter that he created that himself was. at the beginning of the... Oh, I was like, how is that not gone in? I think his knee ligament just went. It was like, oh, His no, knee sure. ligament was like, hold on, no, I'm no. new. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. carbon fiber, I ain't real. Please stop it, stop it. No, not now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. He got no knees. <laughs> I got knees. <laughs> I got knees. But... Uh, no, he was good. What I enjoyed from Broy was, like he's mentioned earlier, his power, explosive. He's really quick as well. I've touched on a, a yeah. previous episodes where Raheem player, Sterling yeah. has said, Broyer is fast, like he is quick. But what I, my most impressive thing is his first touch, his incredible first touch. Touches around and in and around the box to turn players. There was a moment where he turned the defender, Dio, Diaby Diop, I think, again, not sure in his name, and he blocked him off in the second half and the referee was like, play on. I was like, Ref, he just took it past him, like he completely eliminated that defender, ready to run. All the defender could do was just block his way. And it wasn't kind of like, I'm running towards the ball, block your way. It's kind of like, I'm looking at you where you're going to go with my peripheral vision, and I want to make sure I block your way. Yeah. And again, should have been a free kick, but you know what I mean? Overall, the things that changed, formation, confidence in each other, and they were playing, uh, Raheem, no Raheem Sterling. Everything was quicker with no Raheem Sterling. Raheem came on, slowed the game right down, making little, making little two-yard passes. I was like, what are you doing? Like, but two-yard passes when a player then had nowhere else to go. Before Raheem came on, the ball would go to Enzo. Enzo would hit it to Colwell or, or Cucurella, who had a fantastic game, I thought, as well. Played really well on the weaker side. Uh, yeah, it just with Raheem, it was just, quite, it was just slow. It was lethargic. He was like, ah, here's a three-yard pass. Let's not lose the ball. Ah, here's another one. And I was just thinking, just get this guy off, man. He doesn't deserve to play. If, if the same 11 is, is fit for next game, same 11 need to start again. The yeah. same 11. Because I think even Jackson, like, he doesn't... For what? There's no need for Jackson. If Broy is... Okay, he scored. It was a very lucky goal, but it doesn't matter. He scored. It, he scored. It doesn't matter. He was there, he was know, there at the right time. So. After it, that's it. Broy is better with his first touch. Jackson is more for like being running with the ball and he can be quite explosive, but Broy is explosive as well. He just needs some games, but I don't think he's fit. I think he... There's another one injured. Chilwell injured. The list goes on again. We're back to what it was like last year for Graham Potter and we're all feeling sorry for Potter. So that's why I put on the group chat in January transfer window. We need a doctor, a physio, and a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, or because them, we or are them, yeah. we are absolute. There's rumours that our players are getting rehabilitated from the US via Zoom. Oh what? And if that is the case, that is nah. embarrassing. I nah. don't think it's real. I really hope it's not true. That is that is. I hope, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's banter because how many players we've got injured. I hope it's banter. That is ridiculous, but man. That can't no, be. No, I just no, had no, to no, mention no, in right. case you heard it as well, but you haven't. Wow! 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 So let's no, hope it's all. I genuinely hope that that's that's a joke because you know 
what professional team should be coached like that? Not even an amateur team should be coached like that. How do you even coach a team like that? That should be the real question. But no, I hope that's not the case, by the way. I really do. Um, but yeah, um, talking about Sterling, there was an interesting stat that popped up. I don't know, you probably saw it as well. The most touches, the player, in the, the only player in the league with the most touches in the opposition box, he, like Sterling, is top of that He's ranking. That yeah. So again, that, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, because when you look at the goals not scored and then the opposition touch and then the touches in the opposition box, it's like, okay, so what are you doing with it then? Where where is yeah. this ball going? Like, you know, where is the final destination of this ball? You're getting it. You're in there. You're doing the hard work. You're right in the thick of it. But what then? What? So yeah, exactly, it just raises more questions. That's it. That's the that's the only reason I brought it up is because I agree with you. He does slow the game down because whether it's his thoughts of like, oh well, I'm I'm the elder statesman or whatever he wants to call himself in that team, you know, the the most mature, whatever it is, you know, he he does do that because because. It, Maybe he sees the game in a different in a different space. You know, maybe maybe Sterling's time is gone. Maybe Sterling's time like ended when he joined, like his first, after his first two seasons at City, and then he went after that. Like I, I don't know. I mean, his speed—that's all he's got. But then what? Then what? He's going to just get pushed around, and like he always does in every match that we watch, Sterling's always getting pushed around. So yeah, no, I, I, I don't agree. Think, I agree. I don't think I don't think he's the best. He's the best guy to bring on and. As much as I like to, I said it before, you know, he, he has been a good player for you or, you know, relative to the team now, by the way, I don't mean overall, because he would definitely not make Chelsea's like, you know, 21st century team of the season. Not even close. Not even close. century or something like that. So, not even close. So I think, I think, you know, with Breuer coming back, hopefully he's not injured too badly because again, you know, internationals are next week as well. So that would have been nice to see him in an Albanian Yeah. I think um, with Breuer as well, he stays at the top. I don't know if you, when you watch the game, he was kind of like always playing off the last defender. So there was always an option. He's an old school there. striker. That's what he is. That's it. And that's what we need a striker for. We didn't need a false nine. Sometimes Jackson was doing that, dropping for the ball. Maybe tactically, maybe Poch was that. That was the advice. False nine. Maybe he's asking, maybe he's asking Jackson to do nine. that. But we don't have the players or we're not there yet. And then again, when you have a victory like this, you think to yourself, that's how you can play. And you, there were moments we should have had even more goals. There was, we should have been literally, we should have won the game 3 4 nil, because the chances that we were creating or we're getting into a decent position, then it was just that last final decision again. You think to yourself, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. Like, come on, somebody get on the end of that. Or come on, just pass it here. Or come on, what, you, what are you thinking? Get a better decision making. You know, like you're just asking, you keep questioning the TV, because that's where I watched it. What are you doing? Like, come on. <laughs> but. Yeah, now overall for me, I'm happy with the result, happy with the W. And to be honest with you, I'm really happy that Modric scored. I think he deserved it. Uh, it's the slack that he's been getting, the stick that he's been getting. It's never easy on a young lad. What is he, 22-year-old? Yeah. The price tag is heavy on him, which he doesn't set. You know, we were the gullible ones to pay to 80 million. Though. He has to wear it though. So, you know, he yeah. has to wear it, that's it. Like, so does he, so does Caicedo, so yeah. does Enzo. Else? Enzo. Yeah. Uh, all of them. You know, like all anybody who comes in for a high price, that's it. All of them uh, need to do it. It's, uh, it. it's. I think. I think with 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 Chelsea's performance yesterday, obviously nothing really can be gauged until no, no, no. It's until too early. We need to get um, into. A, we need to go in a run. We need to go into a run and win exactly. a couple of games, yeah. and then actually start challenging for like a European position. I'm not even saying top four yet because that seems like a mi- million miles away. But uh, it lot, seems a million miles away because there's a lot of players off and a lot of players injured, and it's the way to go. And we might have to start playing our 
under 23s, which we kind of oh. are, apart from Thiago Silva in the squad. Yeah, I think that's the average. The he brings it up to like 20. He brings it up. I think he brings it up. That's the only thing because the rest of them are literally very young, 23-year-olds. And that's, I'm excited for the future, but I want to have some glory moments now. I want to be able yeah. to chat shit in the group chat. I want to be able to show off. I want to be able, you know, you, you, you know what I mean? Like, the thing time. Is, just, it's my time, all right? It's the gunner's time. Come on, <laughs> I know, but I know, but like I still want to do it. I still want to do it because in our group chat for the listeners, we've got Liverpool fans, Arsenal, Chelsea. We're just missing a Man United fan. You're out there, you're looking for a friend. Apply within. Please, (laughs) we have to be a Man United or a Tottenham fan, and you have to be able to. That is the description of the of a group chat friend. Abuse taker, abuse taker, Man United fan. Give it. We we can take it and give it. By the way, I mean, yeah, we're Man United. As a Man United, you're not really doing that well. So join join me. We'll make a form group and we'll cry. Yeah. Get our own group going. I knew. I knew. Obviously, from from yesterday's win, I knew that how this pod was going to go. To be honest, how this episode was going to go because it's been a while. It genuinely has been a while for 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 you and the rest of Chelsea fans to celebrate a win from a good performance we're not talking about and a, a clean sheet w and a clean sheet there you go so it, good good news for Sanchez again I rate him as a goalkeeper I like him yeah he's, um, he's not very good with his feet but he's yeah. good he, I think he'll get better with his feet but again, sometimes he's over him. Not, not even a keeper but I, he's trying to play more so I think Pochi's trying to use the goalkeeper a lot more as you know like the 11th man that he is pass the ball around you know, everybody's doing it thanks to Guardiola now everybody wants a goalkeeper with their feet if you're good with your feet first shot stopping and saving goals is second and you think to yourself what is going on in the world but there were times you was overhitting and you think to yourself why but I think Cole Palmer honestly just to wrap it up Cole Palmer quality excited to see what he can do for club and country very good Uh, Mudrick uh, hopefully he continues to go like and continues to grow in confidence because I think he's just missing confidence if he can play with confidence where everything just comes second nature because you don't doubt things and everything goes for you He'll, he'll be dangerous. He'll be very dangerous in the Prem. And he'll be good for us. Caicedo and Enzo need to play together in that middle of the park. They had a fantastic uh, partnership. They great understanding. I could see them sometimes like in uh, the little vamoses and bamos that they were saying to each other in Spanish every time a ball or a challenge happened. But no, it was good. It was good to see. And Levi Colwell, he does not get sold under any circumstances. He stays at the club. He is the future we'll your, captain. He we'll is, let your owner is Todd Bowley, you know. Well, Todd Bowley will probably look to buy four average players and look to sell Levi Colwell for like 80 million to balance the books. And I'd, I'd, I'd hate it. Obviously, I can't not support my team, but I would look to start a industrial action to get Todd Bowley out. <laughs> I'm class, serious. A class action lawsuit against Todd Bowley. Honestly, I hate it. him. I, I hate it if he sells players who are quality just to balance the books. Like, yeah, it doesn't make I sense agree. to me. We needed a left back and he went and saw Lewis Hall when the previous season, he was arguably one of the best players. He we was playing against City. He was fantastic. You're like, I why not him keeping him for another season under Poch? If a Poch can do amazing things with young players, why is Lewis Hall being sold? He's quality. I agree. I agree. I think, I'll be honest with you, even if like a Mason Mount stayed under Pochettino, I think it would have done really well. He'd done well. A, I think Mason I, I Mount would have done what he managed to do with Deli Ali. Difficult to predict, obviously, and it can't speak, but what he did with Deli Ali that season yeah. where they finished second and Deli Ali was scoring goals and assists. That one season ever that yeah. Deli Ali is They finished held. second. Yeah, but that's yeah. the only season he's held because after that, I think his attitude stank and people are saying his attitude, but he's come out saying all oh, mental health and experience. Ah, on, and yeah, but, we don't know, but still, I mean, he's always going to be judged. He had a wonderful season. You've got to boot, uh, 
bumper contract and then you know start acting think, like big bollocks. I don't think I don't think uh, Jose Mourinho would have got rid of someone because of mental health. Um, no, I definitely. Mourinho not. came out and said, "Mate, you need to put your shit together in training. I haven't seen That's you do it. that. You're not That's playing." It. So again, players can come out with mental health. Richarlison, for example, he said we talk about mental health. Came back, scored a goal. Then what did he do after that? He didn't do shit. You know, again on the week over the weekend. Klopp. No, exactly. Yeah, over the weekend again. I mean, come on, Richarlison, bro. Can you win something first before you start talking shit to Klopp? He's a yeah, multi, multi. You know, uh, what is multi-trophy it? Multi trophy winner. Trophy winner. Come on, man. And again, you you oh, doesn't matter. You, you, league you, winner, you, club World Cup winner. You've got an Aussie guy who's proved himself once in Europe, and you, you know you're talking all this shit. So come on now. But overall, overall, yeah, I think uh, I think the Chelsea match. I don't think I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to be scary to play against or anything. But if they put a string of performances like this by the time we play you guys, which is in what after the international break, I think so. I think we've no, I think we've got you the game after after the international break. So it's week two. Let me quickly double week two check after the international break. Yeah, that sounds about right to be fair because we got City this weekend international break. And I'm sure we play you afterwards. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's October, so international breaks under the age. 21st Liverpool have 10 uh, yeah it's a t- Saturday the 21st half 5 yeah. Chelsea so, you, you, you come to the bridge yeah, so. oh wow what games that week Liverpool we're gonna get to, we'll, we'll get to it on a different Ooh. podcast stay tuned subscribe and like stay and tuned and all that. That stuff, stay and we'll, uh, tuned we'll have that. those discussions but yeah so we you know if, if they put a couple of uh, matches together but that's literally all it is is one match between now and the time we play you so and with an international break in between, whether that that's a tricky bit for us. That 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 will work against us rather than for us. Because you never all know. The players will go, never no, know. I hear what you're saying, but the majority of the players way. are going to go. But think about it this way, right? Obviously, Arsenal. We've got we've got Champions League now, so we're in Europe now. Then we've got City, and then our players go to international break. Then they come back, and then we play Chelsea. So, in a way, it, it could be an interesting matchup because for that two weeks, yes, you're going to have players. Some players are away, by the way, because let's just face it, you're not going to have all your players away. Like you're probably going to have three, four players away. Yeah, yeah. Duty. so the rest of the team will obviously stay and train so that could work in your favour but at the same time it probably couldn't because you know match fitness and two weeks have passed since the last Premier League match and players obviously they haven't returned back from international duty yet oh returning but, fit because yeah, you never know what's going to happen away as well being away, that's when you need keeping players fit exactly probably could be fit uh, this weekend but obviously international break gets injured that's the end I of don't that. even think he's probably going to go to international break probably he's injured in a way though It'd be good for Chelsea, but not good for Albania. Yes, he is quality. Yes, I agree. Um, and and th- this is this is where I mean. So it, it should be a very interesting matchup, and I look forward to watching that Chelsea Arsenal match because I don't know. I mean, that's obviously I'd love for my team to win every single game, as we've said, right? But I want an interesting football match. Of course, I want a football you match. Want an interesting every match moment, that you win. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hands on head, mouth open, like oh could my go god, either that's way, and that's way. it. Yeah. yeah, could go either way, but then you just want it to go your way. It feels even sweeter yeah. then. Because even even if the opposition have a good attack, I'll if if they miss, I'll always go like ooh. But that's not to say oh, I can't believe they didn't score. It's like damn, that was really close. Yeah, that was really that's, close. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, edge yeah. of the seat, and then it's a it's a merited win. You know, it's a deserved win at the end. Anyway, look. Do you have anything else you want out of Chelsea? I've got nothing else. I'm going to hop on the tube and make my way to North London, bro. Let's do it. That's the tube noises. Uh, but anyway, we're there now. I don't know why I've got men in black in my head there. Finsbury Station. No, is it Finchley? I don't even know. Finsbury. Whatever it is. Who cares? I'm not even an apple support. Just does it for the content. I just like the red and white. You know what I mean? Hey, all right. You support right. Spurs. I'm, oh, God. I'm going to put my head through that screen right now. Do you want second listeners? <laughs> no, because then you'll appear on this screen. There you go. I just did a little uh, thing for you. <laughs> but no, um, 
yeah, moving on to to, to Arsenal. I, I, I'll be honest. Yeah, go on. How are you feeling? I don't really want to spend that much time on it. <laughs> Not going to spend much time because you won 4 0. But the question that I have is on, should Saka quick. have played for as long as he did? No. Because that seems to be the question that everybody's asking. What was it, 87th game on the bounce? Yes, the 87th broke, game on the bounce. Yeah, he's broken records with uh, with. I don't his even know if he's starting tonight, is he? But first, before we go into tonight, come on, talk to me. We're gonna go. Yeah. Should he have played? I don't think. No, should he have played? Should he have played for as long as he did? Sorry. For for me, Saka saw and so he scores, and then obviously penalties and stuff like that. So Saka uh, got taken off 76th minute. Now before that, before that, um, I think we were three 0 up. So yeah, we were three 0 up by the time first half started. That's when, for me, Saka come off. come off. Yeah, absolutely. I he agree. Come First off. half, come off. Put Reese Nelson in if you need to, or put uh, Emil Smith-Rowe on that, because that's obviously who ended up coming in, Emil Smith-Rowe for, for Saka, or Vieira, sorry, it was Vieira who came on. Put yeah. him on. Put him on. It's 3-0, put him on. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, Vieira's not the type of player where you think, oh my God, like a Mustafi or a, or a Kolasinac, oh my God, who's they putting on? And, you know, goals are going to come from nowhere now. So these are trusted players because there's a reason why he's kept them or he's bought them. They are trusted. And for me, Saka should have been taken off after that third goal. After the ball I was handed over to have it for the penalty, just take him off. You don't need him on. He's, he'll have a nice break. He's definitely going to play today. I guarantee it. Even you though I don't so. want to. Does he need to play though today? I don't know if he needs to, but then again, it is European football. And I, I, I personally, personally, I would put Saka on this game and risk him getting injured ready for the weekend but that's the other thing as well isn't it so this is this is what I mean like you know again don't don't wait till the 80th minute to take him off 60th minute he's played an hour brilliant he contributed whatever nice one move him on give him a bit of break today or start him off in the second half or something like along those lines but again for me Saka is the player that they need to they literally need to wrap in cotton wool because we don't we can't afford to lose a player like that I'm not saying we're going to turn shit if, if, if we miss him but yeah. you know why? Why risk it? You know why? Why try our luck? Oh, we don't have Saka. Oh, let's try it. Let's see what happens. No, we're here to win. Like you know, Saka is fit. You play him. If if he's played eighty six games on the bounce, you rest him. It's Bournemouth. Yeah. I know it's a way, but like it was three nil at halftime. Just get rid of him. But, That's it. To be fair as well, three nil at halftime. You've got to make the decision of playing welfare. Like I know everybody's going to talk about Guardiola knows him. Uh, Guardiola, sorry, Arteta knows him best and Arteta knows what's best for the team in Arteta we trust and that's fantastic but if he gets injured who plays on the right hand side because a yeah. lot of questions are asking now as well like I hear a lot of I was talking to a lot at work about this and he was like yeah but then who plays and I was like well whoever's going to play there when he gets injured yeah if the question is who plays for 45 minutes whoever yeah, I mean, plays there after the next seven eight games but if he gets injured with a pulled hamstring or ruptured ham- hamstring because of exhaust and burnout whatever else he may be feeling I'm sure hamstrings don't get ruptured because you're a burnout and you're tired but what I'm saying is I'm just listing no, different course, injuries course, there course. to see this is what could actually happen to the player then who do you play yeah no but again that, that's, that's a question to you as well by the, way. the question I mean but the answer to that really is I mean who who can play there you've got Reese Nelson you've got Mill Smith-Rowe you've got Fabio Vieira you can even you can even put a Jesus on the right if uh, if Enkelly's playing up top no Martinelli and then you put Havertz on the left even that could work, you know what I mean? Just to give that guy a rest. And the players that I've mentioned, they're not they're not shit players. They are above average at the very least. Internationals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So above average at the very least. So they know what what's expected of them. It's not like, oh, Saka's not playing. Oh shit. Uh, do I pass the ball to him? To Vieira, who plays on the right, or ESR? 
Well, yeah, you do that because it's part of your tactics. You know what I mean? If if the play if the player wasn't yes, I've just got that. Emil Smith, Smith Rowe. Sorry, yeah. My That's guy, his name. Yes, yeah. Sir. Yeah, it's too long. Um, <laughs> so if, if, you know, they could play. They could play that. And like I said, they are they are part of the squad because they are trusted to play in those positions if the worst case happens. But obviously, for for me as an Arsenal fan, because we don't see that very often when Saka comes off, that's why we question it more. It's like, oh, well, he hasn't taken Saka off, but he's put Vieira on on the left, or he's put Vieira centre, he's put Emil Smith Rowe in the centre, or or further left, or up, up top, or false nine. So again, no one's talking about the right wing position. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Saka, yeah. yeah, that's that's all we have. Reese Nelson can play there, all that stuff. But you know, you but can't. To be how, fair, how a great replacement would be Jesus. Jesus has played on the Jesus right wing where Mahrez right. doesn't yeah. play. That he played on the right before, and that's what I meant by being an international player. By the way, I didn't mean like a ESR. If oh, I no, am, no, no. Yeah, yeah. if I am worthy of saying ESR, how dare you? He's not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what I mean is, Jesus could play there and do a job there. So no, yeah. that's it. But no, for you guys, it was a comfortable win, wasn't yeah. it? Four 0 The big challenge, obviously, is going to come this weekend. Yes, wasn't really much to talk about apart from Havertz getting a penalty. When I saw Havertz scored. I was like, did he? And then I saw it was a penalty. I was like, all oh, right, okay. Yeah, that I mean, makes it more was, sense. I've wrote here on my notes, right? So a couple of notes I'm going to just rattle through because nothing, again, we've just discussed pretty much the, the majority of it. For me, the surprise at the beginning was Saliba, Saka and Rice starting because they were doubtful. And even on the last pod that we did together, in the last episode, we mentioned they are doubtful because yeah. obviously Rice got taken off. Um, Saliba obviously was a bit of a niggle at the end of the match, maybe back, maybe a hamstring. But they all started. And now, now that makes me question: Does is Arteta lying to us when he's doing a press conference? Oh no, no, very bad, very bad. Uh, knee and this and this and that and and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But then the match starts. They're there. All right, I get it. I love it. I love the fact that you know he wants to do a bit of shit housery, shit housery, and it, it it worked. It was sorry whether it worked in this match or not specifically. That can I don't know because you know it's Bournemouth for God's sake. Uh, no offense. No, um, no, no, none yes taken. Obviously. <laughs> no, yes no, but, no, but realistically speaking, the no. season you had last year and the way you're playing, like there is no disrespect towards Bournemouth, but no, you expect no, Arsenal no. to go there and do the job. And they did, 4 0. But uh, no, was I going to say very quickly? Is he, I think, could it be tactically he's doing that? So, like the opposition manager thinks, okay, guys, let's prepare for no Saka, let's prepare for no Rice, let's prepare for no Saliba. And then all of a sudden, with an hour and a half to go, then there's two, the sorry, two hours, an hour and a half to go, then those names appear on the team sheet and they're like, hold on a minute, actually, Saka is playing, right, this is actually what we need to do. Go back to plan B, but really, if they spend all their time training for, for plan, plan A. a sort of thing, yeah. And with that being said, I'm really disappointed because my uh, FPL could have looked amazing this week. I took Isaac off and he played. I took Saka off and he played and scored. Isaac played and scored. I think I still did okay because Ollie Watkins did you get the got like, I think I got the high, second week on the bounce got the yeah, highest points. Highest points here because of Ollie Watkins. He, Ollie he Watkins did did, did 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 bits for me because uh, <laughs> Estupina Estupido decided to score. He's gone. Yeah, I took, <laughs> yeah, I got to get rid of him as I'm well. I'm going to get rid of him. I'm sorry, mate, but you are not good enough anymore to be in my yeah. FPL team. I am. But it just annoyed me the fact that I was because I looked at it the day before and I was like, I'm going to do something for FPL here very quickly on FPL, and I was like, I'm actually going to sit down and look at my team. 50% chance of Saka playing, 50%. I was like, what? Check the morning out, 75 I was like, oh, definitely increase. Let's get him off. And then he played. I was like, what? I think, <laughs> What's he doing? I think I took Saliba off because it was like 70% of not playing or something along those lines. Whichever way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whichever way, playing or off, not playing. Whoever I took off, those are the guys that got the points, basically. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. So let same. me just... I got more points because no. I, I st- I'm two weeks behind everyone because while I was away on holiday, I couldn't connect and couldn't work. So I'm literally t- bottom of the league. 
I think I'm like 40 up. points. I'm slowly catching I up. I think you've got like 140 points. Great. I think you got like 140 points in the last two weeks, mate. So yeah, no, no, you've it's done not really too bad. Well. I'm not complaining, but obviously long may continue. Absolutely. So hear me, hear me out on this, right? Let me what? rattle this off real quick for you. So on my bench, I had Saliba, Neto and Udogi, yeah? Now, oh, no. so Saliba got six, Neto got four, Udogi got one. And starting for me, I had Robertson who got zero and I had a Stupinian who had minus two. So already <laughs> my defense was just shot. Not a great start. And then yeah, no. I put, I took Luis Diaz off, by the way. Literally just before the match started, I took Luis Diaz off and I thought, you know what, I'm going to put Jota on because he's a good player, Jota. Minus two points because he got a red card. And I just, I, and I had Oli Watkins, by the way, but I took him off of Jao Pedro. So, you know. Um, so, were you anyway. talking on the group chat about Joe Pedro? Because I was like, I could he see Joe Pedro, but I didn't know. I didn't read all the chats. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I want to. I wanna, um, so, that, that was my sort of main point, really. Saliba Saka and Rice starting, which was, you know, it was great to see. Raya in goal. I'm not really surprised. Um, and again, I don't think I'm going to. There's no point mentioning that anymore because we've already had that discussion. We've already sort of gone through different options of what could happen. But, you know, happy days. He did. He was good. We scored four goals. He kept a clean sheet. I can't ask for any more than that. And he played, I think he had more touches than the than nine or ten outfield players of Bournemouth, um, Raya. So that's that's how much involved he was. Maybe could have been just us being comfortable and just passing it around and just, you know, just sort of moving it rather than, you know, with uh, with precision. Because yeah. again, it's 3-0, who gives a shit? But uh, yeah, so that for one, and obviously Havertz scoring was my favourite part of the day because oh, it was... Havertz scoring my favourite part of the day, he says. <laughs> no, no, genuinely... Did it feel like a Mudrick moment for I me? I was so happy. Yeah, honestly, like I was so happy because I was watching with dad and we were both like, oh shit, Havertz has got the ball. Why is this happening? But then he put it away and we were just happy. Like both me and my dad were high-fived, like, yeah, get in, as if he was our child or some shit. You know what I mean? It was like you're part of the family but that's what football does by the way folks who who are new to football this is what football does all right it it makes or breaks families all right that's what it does um and yeah i don't know how families do by the way we say i'm arsenal and my partner's tottenham we think wait how can you be that within the same roof how are you being arsenal or tottenham or liverpool or my new two arsenal two chelsea's in this household mate so you know it's uh luckily too bad if it's chelsea but if we were competing like first second third like you guys then obviously it becomes a bit it's a problem yeah it's more of a i mean this is only temporary it's not like Chelsea are going to get relegated and I say I that like like it, I like it when you say it Paul I like it when you say it I know you it. do that's why I say it you know, <laughs> Chelsea fans you know here with with your main DJ Larry and uh, the former Arsenal fan now <laughs> but um, and literally Rick last two things on Arsenal um, the, uh, three things atmosphere was brilliant like the singing there I've never heard away fans sound like home fans it was incredible the songs that they were coming out with and uh the other thing was Smith Rowe, he got a great chance when he came on. Uh, keeper got fingers to it, 90th minute, very close. And again, would have been the extra cherry on top. But following that, there was there was pictures of Emil Smith Rowe, like, you know, sort of crying with his head down, like, oh, God, upset. And people in the, in the what was, I, can't, I think it was Rising Stars, it was a, it's a page on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, sorry. And they were saying, oh, ESR, you know, um, should he should he feel like this and all this? And I was like, what? Because of because of the miss, bro. You did well. Like you you stepped up. You almost scored a goal. Keep your head up, bro. Like next next match, you're gonna be there. You're gonna score. And and this is this is what I'm saying. Like sometimes when you look at Arsenal players or even just modern footballers, they're a bit too sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's always yeah. too much crying. Like a Richarlison crying all the time. A Smith Smithrow crying now. Ronaldo used to cry. It's like ah. 
What is happening? Why are you crying? It's literally so. You- Ronaldo used to cry. So Emil Smith Rowe, because he's crying, he's expected to be at Ronaldo's level. Oh, no, uh, no link, no, no just, comparison uh, between no, no, the two. I'm saying like you know, players a bit a bit on the sensitive side. You know what I mean? They just start crying. And I remember football back in the late '90s, early 2000s. No one cried. You know, people used to go in like the only person I saw cry was Eduardo. Remember for Arsenal because his leg got snapped by Shawcross. You know what I mean? That's the only time I've seen a grown man cry properly because his leg was broken and you could see the bone poking through. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ben White scores another Odegaard assist. I mean, that guy is just, he is. He's doing amazing for you. Beautiful player. He's doing really well for you. As well, I? You have said, you said appearance and game wise. Uh, this time, I mean game wise. I've already said appearance, so I'm not going to get into that anymore. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But um, so, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think for me and, and Arsenal, you know, it was a great performance, great win. I'm happy with it. Obviously, it would have been better if uh, Liverpool Tottenham was 1 uh, 1. We could have been second, but there you go. We're all we're there now. Tottenham, us, and Liverpool like a point separating us, and goal difference is exactly the same, which is incredible. But uh, but yeah, look, I don't have anything else to add on Arsenal. And do you have any more questions for me on Arsenal? No, I've got nothing else for you on Arsenal. I'm just lit- well, I asked you regarding now. I'm just hoping to see while we're doing this because uh, we're doing this obviously Tuesday night before the Champions League game starts. It's... I was hoping to see if the team news is coming out so that I can ask your opinion in about ten minutes. That I think on, team is that what they say in about ten minutes? Yeah. All right, okay. So yeah, in that case, then it's got um, nothing for you, mommy. Just uh, I tell you what, we'll go through some of the uh, we'll go through some of the predictions that we had. Uh, for, yeah, go on. Oh, look at that. Man United losing again. I'll just say, right, I'm going to start it off with uh, Fulham Chelsea and uh, Larry's prediction was 2-0 to Chelsea. So, well you know, done. trust your boy. And you said 2-1, so you said you were going to concede, you bastard. You know what I mean? Chelsea, Support fine. your team, you Supporting <laughs> wankers, you know what I mean? But uh, anyways, <laughs> um, Aston Villa Brighton. Um, I, that, that I don't was, think either of us had 6-1, did we? I, even I don't even think my pen could have wrote out that number. You know, it was it was re- wow. I watched that full match by the way. That was first match on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, they, watched the honest, full of that. I wanted to touch quickly on that, but they just they kind of put I don't know they put the pressure on them so well. They kind of really pressured Brighton into it. The, the, that middle of the park that Brighton was coming yeah. into the middle and That's just right. go left and go right. Yeah, the, that was nullified. It was it just didn't exist for Brighton. That option wasn't there anymore. And then, yeah, they were clinical. They were scoring good goals, and well done, Unai. Yeah, hey, Unai, Unai, Unai and uh, Watkins. For, for Watkins was fantastic. Four Another goals, obviously, player. man of the match. You can't. You Another can't. good player, man. That was fantastic. Yeah. If if he he def, he definitely deserves you know a call up. I think as far as I'm concerned, he does. He's got he's got if a he goal. Already, looking, you know? I mean, yeah, exactly. He deserves, it's, especially for these boys. It next week, week after his international break. So yeah, bring him in. Who else have they got? Kane, Tony can't play anymore because he's banned. Because he's banned from football. Yeah, 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 he's banned to, to January. Who else are you going to put up there? Callum exactly. Wilson. He hasn't done very well compared to. Well, Watkins. he's injured as well. Callum Wilson. He's he got does. a hamstring. He's got had it's a knock on his hamstring. That's one of the things again on FPL made me think. Actually, I'm going to leave Isaac, and then I saw 75. percent I was like, no, I'm going to have to take him off. But I'm yeah. going to play for Newcastle today. Lo and behold, yeah, <laughs> it was your boy. It was your boy. Yeah. Um, so that was that again. No one, no one could have predicted that. And I'll yeah, be honest. I think for Brighton, I think because they had European football, didn't they last week? No, they got beat by Chelsea midweek, so they lost to Chelsea one 0 in the go, yeah. League Cup, Carabao Cup. That's right. Uh, is it Carabao Cup? Yeah, Carabao, Carabao Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then, yeah, they got beat. So that's two for two for them. So yeah. now it's important to see what they do in the. Ch- 
now effectively in Europe because they're going to play this Thursday. So, well, see, this is what I mean. So, last obviously they they played Chelsea midweek EFL Cup. The week before that, obviously they were in the Premier League, and then uh, sorry, the weekend before that they were in the Premier League. But then the week before that weekend was European football. So those yeah, guys, that week, yeah, that Thursday, before, yeah. On, yeah. So they've been what? They've been Thursday, Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday, yeah. Wednesday, Saturday. And then back. It's like so I think effectively I, within the space of ten days they played four games, didn't they? And they I don't have the squad showed, depth. I think it showed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It definitely showed because they were not clinical at all. Like with anything they were doing, Matoma was all over the place. Um, I think he even took uh, uh, was it gross? He took him off quite early as well. It it was just they weren't, they weren't it, Yeah, no, it, it's not the Brighton that we're used to. A Stupinian, for example. Wow. I mean, come on, bro. The one time I actually want you to do well, you do this. You know, you give me minus two points. What's going on? But uh, yeah, I think well-deserved from Aston Villa and Unai Emery, like you said. Uh, Bournemouth Arsenal, obviously we discussed. And uh, I went 2-0 Arsenal, you went 3-1 Arsenal. So again, wasn't really... And I even listened back to that that episode. I even said that Arsenal winning 2-0, but they'll struggle. And it was none of that. None of that happened. Absolutely none of that happened. Zero struggles and zero goals against us. Uh, (laughs) Everton, Luton, we had three... uh, I had 3-0 Everton and uh, you had 3-1 Everton. So And I think they got beat 2-1. I think they got beat, yeah. And that was fun. That I was don't know whether it was 2-1 one or 3-1. It was, yeah, it was, it was one or the other. So it was 2-0 Luton and then Calvert-Lewin uh, made it 2-1 before halftime and then they just held back. They just put everyone in defence. I watched a bit of match of the day for that one. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for Luton because they're actually out of the relegation zone now. Can you believe that? How good is yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> I think. First ever experience in Premier League, they're out of the, Prem- uh, of, the, uh, of the relegation zone. It's good to see. And then, I mean, the next match that I'm going to mention, it was fun in many, many ways and forever will it be funny. Man United, Crystal Palace, Roy Hodgson is a fucking G, by the way. That's all I'm going to say about that. He's a G. He yeah. deserves, he deserves a gold trophy at the end when he retires from uh, from football. He, well, he already retired and came back. So I think uh, he... Two gold trophies? <laughs> <laughs> two gold for this guy? He just came back to grab a spoon. Bro, that's, forget a spoon, bro. You know, he had the whole plate. He was just pouring his mouth like, oh. anyway, like noodles. But that was, for me, that was probably one of the best results Again, and it was especially going there because they got beat 3 0 in their League Cup midweek, then they played him again and won 1 0 in the Premier League. So well done to them. Honestly, yeah. very, very good. Really poor from United. Very poor in front again, of their fans. Yes, Ten again. Hag can come out and say whatever he wants. But Who's he blaming now? Sancho Ronaldo and Decision making not good enough. It says like he had a, what do you call the post match interview? Decision making wasn't good enough. But by who? The players that you had on the pitch have been played together for a while. You had preseason. Decision making needs to get better. And if it's not good enough, Talk to them, but you know what? Long may continue because I long, long may couldn't continue. give a couldn't give an F. I think. Uh, oh, sorry, we have got lineups by the way. So I'll go. To, I'll go to the lineups after we finish the uh, the, the weekend's predictions that we did. Um, yeah. So yeah, Man United happy about that. Ten Hag, I, I'll always say it, if they keep playing like this, he will go. Uh, then we had Newcastle Burnley. I had four 0 Newcastle. You had we both had four 0 Newcastle on that one. And uh, let me just go back on the score. Two 0 Who cares about Newcastle, right? Two 0 to <laughs> two 0 to Newcastle no. versus Burnley. Almiron and Isak, like you said. Um, so again, Newcastle. I don't know whether they're on the way back. Remains to be seen. We'll uh, we'll get back to that. Then we had West Ham, Sheffield United. I had two one West Ham. You had well, both had two one actually. Saying that, and uh, it was two nil. So we're quite yep. 
you know, we uh, Jar Bowen and Suchek. Bowen, he's doing good things again. He's another player that should yeah. get picked. Uh, maybe not a starting eleven, but should get picked. And yeah, because he's, yeah. he's a good replacement. I think if Sorry. Saka's injured, he's a very good replacement for Saka. He's got Bowen. Has got again, like I said about Broya, he's got that chaotic factor about him where he yeah. needs, he's he may be small or smaller than most players, but he will run. He is powerful and he doesn't care. He'll get down and dirty. Do you know what I mean? You've seen him sort of literally just scrape himself on the floor just to get a ball, and I like that type of player. He reminds me a bit of a Gattuso if Gattuso was, you know, up top on the wings. Like, you know, just that sort of energy, that anger that he's got and and I, and I enjoy it. I really do. Um, another great result for the weekend. Wolves, Man City. Bro. I mean... That was a very good result of the weekend. We had... I had 4-2 City and then you had 3-1 City but it just flipped on us. And I, and I even... You even asked me, you said, oh, is that your game of the weekend, pal? Because I went, oh, do you know what? Wolves are going to get two. Game of the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. It turned out it actually was. Um, I, apart from the Liverpool match, I'm saying like you know, game of the weekend. It just wasn't expected from them to. to no, beat it wasn't. And, uh, yeah, and well done to Gary O'Neill. I think it's Gary O'Neill, isn't it? It's definitely O'Neill. I don't know his first name, yes. but well done to him. Got yeah, the yeah, team yeah. ready. They just went. They didn't turn up. See, I watched a little bit of it. They just didn't turn up for me. I felt like they were. Yeah, they weren't great, and it showed. The result finished two one. I don't know why Guardiola was on the stand. Though. Why wasn't it? Did he have a touchline ban? I think he had a touchline ban. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why though. Because I don't, yeah, know, I don't sure remember anybody talk, but anyway, maybe too many yellows or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Gary O'Neill, he's doing, he's doing well again, and I, I, I like to see it. I, I love they, should, it. they could have won at Man United. They did okay against Liverpool, but obviously then they conceded three, so they switched off. So I guess they were okay or better team for like sixty minutes. But yeah, Liverpool. Well, obviously went there and won three one. But against City, learned those mistakes from Liverpool, and yeah. they made sure that they kind of you know, sand, sand down the rough edges and play better football. And they did. And they really did. And it showed. 2-1 against City, nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw no, that no coming. One saw it, no one saw it coming. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, again, glad to see it because it just makes the, the title race a bit more interesting now. Um, before we go, we're going to go into tonight's games because I think the rest of the weekend's matches were, what is it, Wolves and We then, discussed Fulham, Chelsea. It was not uh, Nottingham yeah. Park versus Brentford, but again, that was... And one we discussed one Liverpool, Tottenham, didn't we, so... Um, yeah, line-up, by the way, before we uh, before we go, let me show I you. Saw, let I me saw, read the line-up. I saw, for, I saw, I saw. I'm going to have to read it for the... Read it out for the listeners who are listening. Let's have a look. Uh, Arsenal versus Lens. By the way, it, it was Lens. Uh, it is Lance, so you're right. Yeah. I heard it as well. Not Lens. Uh, no, it's not Lens. So in goal, we've got David Raya. Not surprised, really. Not surprised at all. And then Zinchenko, Gabriel, Saliba, Tomiyasu. I'm a bit surprised with Ben White being on the bench, but then again, so am I. I don't know why he never rest. To be honest, but if he if he deserves a rest, Saka should definitely get a rest. Like, yeah, anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Trossard. So Trossard's back. Good to see Trossard, Rice, Odegaard, Saka, and then Havertz and Gabriel Jesus at the top. So. It says four four two, but it's never going to be four four two. Um four two three one, four one two three, whatever it is. But uh yeah, no real surprises there, to be fair, apart from Tommy Yasu and uh for Ben White, but maybe a bit of a break. I really I really hope he doesn't get injured because he's a quality player. He's and a very I, good player. Maybe yeah. he won't get injured because a lot of fans, obviously opposition fans will hate him when he's the best player in in your rivals team. Uh, you'd be like, oh, I hope he gets injured so then see what they do. Ronaldo, 06, 07, 08, 09 for Man United. Everybody hated him, wanted him to get injured. Never got injured. Never so got injured maybe, maybe it's that kind of season for Saka as well. Hopefully. But uh, I, hope, yeah, I hope 
No, no, just for him. I think I like him a lot. He seems like a really nice lad as well, like down to earth. He knows he's good, but yeah. he's not kind of good humble, in your face. Like, humble, yeah. yeah, humble. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, he's humble. humble about I agree. I agree. But him starting again, Arteta's not helping the cause at all. But uh, obviously, we know we'll watch it, review it because I want me. I've got no Chelsea to watch. So I'll probably watch Man United one. So we've got something to come to from a different about, point yeah. of view, something else, a bit of for content for the listeners. I'll give have to a- endure that game. Uh, what you want a prediction for this? Yeah, I was just say, give me a prediction for Lawrence Arsenal and then Man United Galatasaray. Uh, um, Man United Galatasaray, I'll go there first. I think it'll be a draw. Ooh. I think Galatasaray are not really somebody to mess with. I think Man United are in a really, really poor decision. Uh, mm. Sorry, in a really bad place at the minute, not decision, in a really bad place. Galatasaray, Zaha, obviously he's the only one name that I know. He'll probably look for a bit of redemption because everybody's talking about him. You've been here before. You've had four starts in two years. Then you were loaned out. He's like, I'm not really going to allow that to justify or redefine my career. So, yeah, for me... Something to prove for sure. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping a draw. I think it'll be a draw. But a part of me, as I say this out loud, thinks uh, Man United might just nick it. Oh, and uh, by that alarm, that, alarm means goes it's true. that means it's true. No, um, no, that's the alarm for me needing to sign up to footy. Right. We'll keep you f- a few more minutes, uh, folks, and then we'll uh, we'll let you get to your footies and uh, your basketballs and your sports. <laughs> but uh, So what are we going yeah, with? You're saying a draw, but obviously a draw, you can, be a Man United win. But Man United might nick it. A draw, but Man United might nick it. Uh, I think they need to win. If they lose... They need to win. If they lose this, Europa League, I'm telling you now. Because yeah. like, yeah. then... Yeah, Ugh. if they lose this, it's not a great start. It's like a car wreck, isn't it? Like where you just can't That's help it. but watch That's it. it. Uh, another interesting match, by the way, Napoli Real Madrid. I know it's not part of the no, league that we discussed, but it should be an interesting game to, uh, to to actually watch. And um, should we uh, do the? I think for that one, I think Napoli. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've got a feeling Napoli might might win that one. That's that's not bad. I know. I know. Bad. There's I know there's chance. cracks in the in the glass house that they're in, especially when they took the Mickey out of their striker. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, Ottoman was not that's happy about uh, it. He deleted. Yeah, you don't do that to your main striker who won you the league for the first time in like forty or fifty years, okay. however long it was. The high pitched voice wasn't it? like, "Give it a ball, give it a ball." Yeah, just oh, stuff gosh. like that. You, you don't do Very that. Lovely. Like, regardless of whether you think it's funny, regard you can do that within your own household, right? But you don't put it on the social media. Ask the player. That, if you're gonna do that, ask the player. Oh yeah, run it by. The player first. This is what we're going to do. In do you see sure the funny side? This is where we're coming from. Yeah, I'm sure he would have liked it. it would have been like, oh, that's hilarious. But that is funny. Yeah. Out like that, and it's like, oh, uh, right. Two more matches from uh, for, for tomorrow from the from the Premier League. So we, uh, for Champions well, before League. we before we go tomorrow, what are we thinking tonight? Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal. Oh, oh, you still want me to predict that? I, I thought. Yeah, you I want you to predict that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right. Well, you didn't give me a prediction, so you go. Oh, for you want me to go? Absolutely. I think you'll win. And lawns, uh, I'm just—I know nothing about lawns. I'm going to go four 0 Arsenal. It's the first season in the Champions League for 21 years. Yeah, I don't know if that helps. That does help. Four 0 Arsenal. I'll be honest. I think they'll they'll nick a goal because I just feel like it's it's at Lons. The the atmosphere is going to be incredible being in the Champions League. But I can see Arsenal winning this as well. I don't, I'm not going to say comfortably, but I'm, I'm going to go with like a two-one or a three-one. And I well, last time you said struggle, you won four 0 So I know, I maybe, know, I'll, maybe I'll be right. Mm, but yeah, can maybe. I just say something? I'm looking at lens as it's typed out on oh, so my screen. Would, I you but my mind your, is going lens. lawns every time. I'm thinking. I'm looking. My brain's like you're not saying it right. That's correct. That's correct. Lance with the uh, with the London accent. Lawns. Yeah, that's it. Lawns. So, what about next next uh, Wednesday's games are decent as well, I believe. I think uh, RB Leipzig versus City. 
versus City. Tough yeah, game. What we, what City we away, that? coming back from a two-one, uh, tough one. I think it'll be a draw. I think it'll be two-two. Two-two. Wow, I can see a three-two yeah. City. Uh, City on that one. Just a just a little bit of a squeeze at the end there. When I watched but the highlights of them against again. Bayern and against Bayern, they they were winning two 0 in the first forty minutes, forty five minutes, and then Harry Kane penalty kind of got the comeback, which City might look to exploit. Similar way that Bayern approached yeah. a bit of a counter, but yeah, RB Leipzig do not rest; they attack after attack relentless. after attack, which relentless. is yeah, relentless. It is but, honestly, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. They, they they are a very good team, to be fair. Um, even with the players that they've sold, they still are a very good team. Um, and obviously, the last one, Newcastle versus PSG, that should be an interesting one. What are we saying about that? This is difficult because this is pulling on a little bit on the heartstring because of the Northeast team. And, you know, I've mentioned it before. Obviously, I don't hide away from it. I want the North teams to do well, Northeast teams to, to do well. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. But I think Newcastle are going to face an L. I hope they don't. I really hope they win. But, you know, some players injured, like a Callum Wilson, who's done all right for them. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it, man. Winning. Newcastle winning 2 1. Fuck it. Right. Well, since you said that, I'm going to go there, lose. Uh, 2-0 and uh, even though I didn't want to I've got a feeling Anthony's going to wipe out flipping what's his name Mbappe God, Anthony Gordon this is going to take him out straight I, away I don't Anthony know if he's going to catch him but close, uh, if Anthony Gordon comes close to Mbappe by the way he needs to be bought by Real Madrid or something you know, <laughs> or PSG to buy him or some shit because nah that's not going to happen but I, I'm sorry I'm, I'm with you obviously I was just joking about PSG but I can I can see Newcastle nicking it I hope they genuinely, nick it. I genuinely. hope they nick it St. James's Park is again you can't compare St. James's Park to a what is it uh, the Park uh, the Prince Park the Prince or Park or Prince whatever it is in, in whatever Paris. it is but it's, we know where we mean exactly it's not the same because even though Newcastle yes have been taken over the fans are old school fans they've been there for yeah. many many decades yeah, yeah. you know what that's I mean it, so that's it. and they've been waiting for this Champions them. League night out and this is the first yes. one for in a long time at St. James I will as well, be watching yeah. that game I know City are playing but I'll be watching Newcastle it should be it should be a very very good one to be fair be and I look I really look forward to it there was no way to get tickets I'll be honest I tried I even tried to get up there yeah tickets I was going to pull a sickie at work obviously now they know because this is going out <laughs> yes. yes no no um, th- to be fair I tried to I tried to get in touch with a, a friend of mine's dad because he's got season tickets but come on who's going to give away tickets to a PSG who's going to give away tickets exactly <laughs> CL as well on a, on a Champions League night I don't think so pal but uh, yeah look hey look went a bit longer than, than we thought we were going to do a quick we rounder did. but it doesn't matter because that's what we do here people are used to it and uh, Rick we will be back on Thursday evening with a brand new podcast and obviously should drop for on Friday for everyone else and uh, we'll have we'll have more sports to discuss we'll have Champions League to discuss Europa League we've got F1 this weekend as well and I think this could be the weekend that Max actually seals the title but Bastard. we'll we'll discuss that on uh, on Thursday's yeah. pod but if you've we'll got nothing five else, minutes on it <laughs> Yeah, five minutes on Max winning the title. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. You know, what's the point? That's literally five minutes Max on Max. So. Max on Max, yeah, that's right. Five yeah, minutes Max yeah. on Max, love it. But, uh, but I've yeah. got nothing to add, bro. I've got nothing to add. Honestly, I've enjoyed the episode. I've enjoyed the weekend. I've enjoyed doing these. I hope the listeners have enjoyed listening to them as much as we've enjoyed making them. And uh, no, nothing, bro. Like, obviously, all one thing to say is for you to send us out. Yeah, excellent. And uh, thank you so much for, wat- uh, for watching. No, you're not for watching. watching. No, Should uh, I wait, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was in the other mode. But yeah, give me one second. Let me switch. Right. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Stay alert.